Hey, 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 welcome guys to the IMJ podcast. I am so glad to have you here today. Oh my God, I'm blessed to have so, such a wonderful audience. My name is Jacob Educate and as always, this is the podcast where we think and talk faith and Bible. Yes, God is with us and God is moving us forward. As a matter of fact, I want to really thank the audience, I want to thank the listeners, those who have taken their time to listen to my podcast, those who have downloaded it, I mean, have shared it and uh, have really enjoyed it. May the Lord help you. May the Lord bless you through these messages. As a matter of fact, it is my joy to see that people will be blessed with messages that I share on this platform. And I really want to encourage you to share the link as much as possible all right, get your friends involved, share with them, let them give a try. If they like it, why not? It would be a good thing for them. So actually, I want you to be the mouth that can actually move this podcast forward. Why not? You have become part of the IMG podcast. So I want to really thank God for your life. And I have a surprise. I have a surprise for somebody at the end of my podcast. So just stay tuned and stay blessed well today i want to assure you that god is in control of our lives so long as there is life there is hope yes there is hope because you are alive listening to this podcast believe me there is hope you are blessed and god has a plan for you don't be afraid of covid19 covid19 is going to disappear soon But what I'm even more afraid of is what shall we do after COVID-19? It's not even COVID-19 that I'm afraid of. What will be our attitude after COVID-19 is gone? I'm talking especially about the church. Are we going to continue with our traditions of normal puppet tie and suit kind of preaching? Or we're going to still hold on to this means of evangelism, digital ministry that God has given us, broadcasting our messages on various platforms? Yes. I want to get as many people, many pastors, many preachers, many church members involved into media ministry. You can do it. It's very simple. Very simple. From your room, you can just broadcast a message that can save thousands of lives out there. People who are not even of your denomination. People who are in other denominations. Non-believers. People from other religions. You can reach them out with your message so please don't undermine any opportunity to share jesus oh beautiful jesus is so sweet to share jesus and i think that we're going to be blessed today i have just as promised a wonderful topic for you and i hope you are ready to listen to the topic (laughs) you must be ready my friend so i want you to just sit down somewhere okay on your couch Okay, if possible, just run quickly and take a drink from your fridge. If it's an orange juice, just pour an orange orange juice in in a glass. Sit down and listen to the Word of God. I want to just be as comfortable as possible listening to this podcast. Well, today my topic is Learned and Illiterate. Learned and Illiterate. Ha! Is it possible for someone to be learned and at the same time be illiterate? Well, I want to thank God so much for how he's blessing. I mean, many people have the opportunity to learn. 
uh, to go to school. But in this part of Africa, many people are illiterate. I don't want to mention countries, I don't want to mention places, but there are some places in Africa where people don't go to school, people don't learn. People are just living, you know, by the traditions that their parents have given to them, but they don't have a formal education. And these are the guys who don't even know the danger of COVID-19 right now. They just go exposing themselves and they will tell you, what is COVID-19? You tell them like it's a deadly disease. What is deadly? They don't know what it means because they're not learned. They don't see the importance. So for someone to be learned, someone who is educated, someone who is taught, someone who has received knowledge, instructions about something, and who is well vexed, okay, he's well abreast with so many things. So as a matter of fact, there are, there, there are many things that he knows that other people don't know. He's learned. But the illiterate, he's simply someone who is ignorant of facts. He does not know facts. He's, he, I will say that he is dumb. Maybe his brain is empty. You, you understand? These, these are people that we mostly put aside because we think that uh, when it comes to debate, my friend, you cannot talk here. You're illiterate. You understand? I, I sometimes witness debate between two people and then one will tell another person that you are, you are an illiterate. But when you listen to the both of them, you can see that <laughs> both of them are illiterate. But just that he thinks he has more light than the other one. Understand? So being, being uh, an, an illiterate does not just mean that you cannot speak, but you are ignorant of so many things. In these 21st centuries, a lot of pastors are illiterate because they cannot use, I mean, media, they cannot use computers, they cannot use phones. They only know how to use their Bible. Well, this is their old Bible that they had from, I mean, from, from ages. So... Some of them don't even know the current fact of life. Even the current trend in theology, they are, they are unaware of that because they don't do research. Well, if you don't do research, whatever you are right now, you are an illiterate. Please go and do research. Try to learn more. Try to put more into your life. Don't be, don't be afraid to discover new things. Don't be like, well, if I discover new things, I'm going to be corrupted. See, you cannot, you cannot say that by discovering new things in life, you are getting corrupt. With the facts you have, you can do better judgment. You can, be, you can better advise people. You can better you know, impact people's lives. So I want to invite you today to be a person who seeks for knowledge. That is just a bracket. But today we are looking at learned and illiterate. In this very one, we are looking at people who are learned and at the same time are illiterate. Well, you ask me the question, how can it be possible? Well, I want to assure you today that it is very possible. There are people who are learned, they have gone to school, they have PhDs, they have all kinds of degrees, but they are illiterate. In which aspect? May the Lord help us to understand this morning. Let's bow our head for a word of prayer before we dive into the word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your spirit this morning. Give us the grace to hear more about your word and help us to abide by your word because we ask in the name of Jesus with thanksgiving. Amen. Well, at this moment, I want us to read from the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 22, verse 23 to 29. So we take our reading, our, this is our main text, our f- text of focus today, Matthew chapter 22. 
verse 23 to 29. And I remind you, you are listening to the IMJ podcast. And our topic today is learned and illiterate. The word of God says, The same day Sadducees came to him who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Verse 25. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no children left, left his wife to his brother. So too the second and third, down to the seventh. After them all, the woman died. Now verse 28. In the resurrection, therefore, of, of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. Verse 29. This is our focus text. Listen very carefully. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. You are wrong, Jesus Christ says. Because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. Now, I want to just let you understand that these very guys who came to Jesus, had, they had always been looking for Jesus' trouble. As a matter of fact, they were one of the people looking for reasons to support the ministry of Christ. But we thank God because the ministry of Christ was established by the Holy Spirit, by the power of God the Father, and Jesus Christ, being the Son of God, was able to answer always answer them and never got down by their questions so when god's spirit is with you people who come to i mean to spoil your ministry they will just be hitting themselves against the rock yes they will hit against the rock and they will be rather the one feeling the pains so who are the sadducees well the sadducees are a group from one disciple of antigonus Socaus, okay, or maybe Socaus, how you want to pronounce it, but that man was called Sadok. As a matter of fact, these guys were heretics. What do I say they were heretics? Because even among uh, the learned Jews of the time, they seemed to be going astray when it came to theology. As a matter of fact, um, those guys were really criticized by many Jewish writers of the time okay there were many reasons for the criticism first of all even their lifestyle even their behaviors were very strange and they were very abnormal all right they were known for people who were actually they they could say all kind of words you understand and they could live any kind of lifestyle you know because they have formulated their own understanding of the torah we're going to look at it very well right now the Sadducees were actually, most of them were actually very rich people among the, among the Jews of the time. They were noble people. They were very rich, okay, and they were very close to the kingship or to the kings of the time. So Sadoc, who was their, I would say was their leader, lived about 284 years before our Lord Jesus Christ's birth. So, this is a group of people who did not believe in did not believe in spirits. They believe that the only spirit is God. 
and beside God there is no other spirit. Well, that would discard the fact that there is any angel. So for them, they did not believe in angels. They did not believe in demons. <laughs> they did not believe in any supernatural thing. They only believe in God, the only spirit. And interestingly, they did not believe in resurrection. Hmm. They did not believe in resurrection. That is very intriguing. With all that they are learning the scriptures, but they did not accept that the dead will resurrect one day. And that is exactly the point here in this very passage that we have read. They were trying to make a point to Jesus. Trying to tell Jesus that, well, you have been teaching a lot about the afterlife. You know, Christ was talking much about the kingdom to come. And he was talking about the day when there will be resurrection. We all look forward for that day. He was talking about the time when, when, he, when he comes back, he's going to raise from the dead all the righteous people. Jesus Christ was already showing signs that there were going to be resurrection. When Jesus Christ resurrected some couple of people, we remember the, 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 the resurrection of the son of the widow of Naum. We remember the, the resurrection of Jairus' daughter. We remember, remember the resurrection of Lazarus. Jesus Christ was proving here that he has the power to raise. God has the power to raise even on the last day. But the Sadducees come to actually darken that very theology, darken that very teaching of Jesus using a kind of logic that only you and I can appreciate this morning. Was that logic the logic of learned people? Or the logic of illiterates. Now, I want to establish at this moment that there are many people who are learned but are biblically illiterate. Many people today are learned. They are wise. They have gone through a lot of studies. But when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to the scriptures and understanding the will of God through his word, they are illiterate. In other words, they know nothing. They know nothing. And Jesus Christ is going to give the reasons for his comments. Let's read verse 29 again of Mark chapter 22 and understand some few things. But Jesus answered them, you are wrong because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. Now, Jesus Christ says emphatically that what they are wrong. At least the Pharisees will be better here because they at least believe in resurrection. But this guy had actually denied an important teaching an important message from God that was the hope of Israel that was the hope of God's people resurrection is the hope that we have that even when we die we shall rise again but because of their because they wanted to suit their own life you know living for the present life and nothing more in other words let's live today let's enjoy today let's eat drink become fat Let's just gather a lot of money in our banks. Let us just buy a lot of cars today and enjoy because there is no resurrection of the dead in the future. Do you get the, do you, do you get the reasoning there? That's the reasoning of what? Of men who think they can grasp all the pleasure of this world today. That is the reason why they were living a life that was not, the, that was not even worthy of the life of an Israelite. I mean, trying to live one of the most luxurious life, the most expensive lives, and they were the most 
corrupt people you could ever find among the Jewish Sahindrin. Per the history, they were very corrupt, the Sadducees. Well, it is not, it, it, it is not a, a news. It is very understandable because already they have denied an important teaching. That is the hope of judgment. So if you, if you undermine resurrection, you have undermined the judgment, the final judgment of the Lord. What is judgment? Because we will not rise from the dead. If we will not rise from the dead, then there is no need to fear judgment. Well, if I die, I die. This is what it means. And if I die, you bury me, I'm gone. So let me do what I want, and that is all. So, this teaching of the Sadducees has actually brought about so many problems, even to their own lives. And Jesus Christ says here, you are wrong. Verse 29, you are wrong. Christ cannot deny the fact that they were completely astray. Why were they astray? They were astray because they had done two great sin. Number one, they had ignored the scriptures. And number two, they have ignored the power of God. And today I'm going to just explain these two sins. And we're going to see how it affects us today in our world. I will not behave like the Sadducees sometimes. Trying to cover our own, I mean, trying to use the Bible to suit our own life. Some people will just take two verses in the Bible and make it a tradition and let it become a way of living just to suit their lives. I meet people every day who tell me, but what the Bible talk about drinking, but Noah drank. You understand? You're using just one instance of the scripture, which is even out of context, to try to suit your evil life. Please, my brother, my sister, you cannot do that because the Bible is a book you need to study to have the meaning. You could just be biblically illiterate. That is why you think that way. But this morning, I'm inviting you to come out of ignorance into the Word of God today. Now, Christ says, you do not know the Scriptures. Why did Christ say that? Even the Old Testament asserted of resurrection. The Old Testament confirmed that there was going to be a resurrection. When you read the book of Job, chapter 19, verse 26, the Bible says, And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God. That is Job speaking. That even when his skin is destroyed, has been decayed, after he has died and gone, yet, yet in his flesh, that is, in his physical body, in his own body, he will see God. When will it happen? That will happen in the resurrection. When he's dead and gone and again he rises and stands in front of God. Is it by magic? It's by the power of resurrection, my friends. And the, the, the Sadducees had ignored that very passage. Are you with me? Now we read Daniel chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. I don't, I don't know whether the Pharisees had that passage. I mean the Sadducees had that very passage. Or maybe they have torn that passage from, their, from the ancient scriptures they were reading. Because Daniel chapter 12 verse 2 seems to condemn them even here. It says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. That is the word of God from Daniel chapter 12. 
were the Sadducees reading that passage? I don't think they were reading it. But they had been able to formulate a school of thought which they were pro- propagating through debate and argument. Learned and illiterate. This morning, many of us, we are learned, but we are illiterate. Because we have taken the word of God and we have made it a book to just carry on arguments. But we don't look at the biblical truth to apply them in our lives. Those guys were trying to use, I mean, they were trying to use the law of Moses about about uh, 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 keeping a project, I mean, keeping uh, 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 the bloodline. When someone dies, then you can marry the, the you should marry the wife of your brother who has died, and so on and so forth. They were just things they were using just to arrive to the point that there is no resurrection. In other words, they were telling Christ that if you can, if you cannot answer this very question, then it means that there is no resurrection. But Christ actually dealt with them on that question. You are wrong. Because you have ignored the scriptural facts about resurrection. You have ignored Job chapter 19 verse 26. You have ignored Daniel chapter 12 verse 2. You have ignored so many things in the Bible. I mean, in the very Bible. And remember, that was the Old Testament. Because that was the scripture that they were using then. Before even having the New Testament. So these things are in the Old Testament. And they had ignored these things. Well, what kind of teachers of the law you are? You are ignorant. You are illiterate. Number two, they are denying the power of God. Jesus Christ said that because you understand neither the scripture nor the power of God. Yes, the power of God is that God is able to resurrect somebody. By arguing against the resurrection of the dead, they have denied that God can raise someone from the dead, can cause someone to live again. And we can see from the Old Testament many instances. Well, you can look at first of all the widows of Zarephath's son who died and were raised by Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 17 to 24. Number two, we have the Shunammite son who was raised by Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 20, 20 to 37. Then, number three, we had a man who was thrown into Elisha's tomb and was raised by God's power. When he touched the bones of Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 21, what can God not do? How can you deny the power of God to cause the dead to rise again? How can you, by your philosophy, oh you Sadducees, by your ignorance, by your own ego, by your own sinfulness, deny the power of God to resurrect? You are illiterate. And today there are so many of us like that in the world who think that we can use the word of God and make it our own standard of tradition. Many churches today are following tradition that were written by people, by their so-called leaders. The way they interpreted it for them is the way they go by it. And they have all become a generation of Christian illiterate. That is really the typical attitude of the Sadducees. Never take a word from the, from the, I mean, never take a portion of God's word to interpret your own sinfulness. It is so sinful. Allow the word of God to educate you, to teach you, to lead you. Don't try to lead the word of God. The word of God is like a stream of water. And if you fall in it, it will lead you to life everlasting. 
but you cannot twat it. You cannot take, you cannot divert the word of God to another direction. You will hurt yourself. And Jesus Christ was very much embarrassed even by their own understanding of scriptures. And I can imagine how Christ would just tell them that you are wrong. The so-called teachers, they will, be, they will be looking at themselves at this one after the other. But Christ said it, you are wrong. And my friends, when you say the word of God, don't be afraid to tell someone he's wrong. Because the word of God is either truth or nothing. It cannot be lies. Men are liars, but the word of God is truth. Preachers lie, but the word of God never lie. Teachers lie, but the word of God never and never shall ever lie. Remember that. And beware of Sadducees today. Now there's a whole bunch of clan of Sadducees. Even in our churches today, be very careful of them. They are very dangerous with some of the teachings they bring about. And every day on Facebook, when I, when I scroll through Facebook, I see many false teachers who have arrived on social media and they are distributing lies to people to, to read and to be deceived. Be very careful, my friends. Be very careful, my friends. As you listen to my podcast, I always want you to have a Bible beside you to follow me as I podcast. Don't just listen to me, I mean, with just your raw ears, but check what I say in the Bible if it is there. We are not here to come and entertain people with lies or come and feed the audience with unbiblical stuff. That is the reason why we want to be as biblical as we can be and remain as faithful to scriptures as we can be. So the Sadducees had misunderstood the very reason why Jesus Christ came on earth. And that's, the, and that's the reason why they could not stand the fact that Jesus Christ has resurrected. When, when, when the apostle came to preach about the resurrected Messiah, those guys could not stand it. Because that would be an evidence against even their party, against their religious party. Are you with me? So if Christ has resurrected to them, it will be the end of their teachings. So, to actually make it not happen, let's persecute those guys till they will run away with that teaching. That is how they are. When they see that you bring light that will actually bless humanity, they begin to persecute you. They begin to send wrong messages about you. They begin to send false propaganda to make sure that your message is hushed. But do not be afraid. God is with us. The truth must stand. Learned but illiterate. My prayer for you this morning is that you must be a biblically literate, a biblically learned, not just learned in your, in your brain with some knowledge, but when it comes to scripture, you are wrong. No. This morning, as we explore more about God, I just want to give you this time to reflect upon this. Do you believe in the word of God? Then you must study it. You must, do, you must not do like the Sadducees, trying to, I mean, trying to pamper yourself with the word of God. Let the word of God deal with you. Deal with your negative characters so you can come up refined, blessed, and completely transformed. And remember, God's power, God's power is still and will forever be. 
no one can dilute it, no one can deny it, and no one can disprove it. Let this word still remain with you. And may you be blessed. At the end of this podcast, as I promised earlier, there is a listener that sent an audio message. I just to encourage this podcast and to encourage the ministry of IMJ Podcast. And her name is Elizabeth Ocheri from Sierra Leone. So I'm going to just play this audio right now. And you're going to listen to her. So wherever you are, may the Lord be with you. And may the Lord bless you abundantly. Stay tuned. Be blessed. And peace. Thank you for welcoming to your session. And I would like to be blessed by your by your preaching, by your sermon, whatever, I would like to be blessed by it. And I'm staying tuned to listen to more of your preaching.